We're continuing on in the fourth parakash We're discussing the second of the seven categories, the balance of Hishtadlis efforts with the balance of betachon relying on Hashem. And we explained that there are three mistakes that a foolish person sometimes makes. The first mistake, we said, is that when he gathers his money and when he's working, he does it in ways that are either migunim, meaning they're bad for his reputation, or ra'im, that means they have averos. The second thing we said is that sometimes when he's putting together this money, and remember, this is someone who's putting together more than just basics, he's putting together larger amounts of money because he's supporting other people, whether it means he has a lot of employees or he's giving out tzedakah, etc. The second mistake he makes is that when he gets his money, he thinks that it's all for him. And he doesn't realize that there are three different categories of money. Category number one is your own personal basic needs. Category number two is needs for your family and those directly connected to you, servants, etc., which we explained is something that it's a zuchos. It's something that's a merit for someone to be able to have this. It's not a given for everybody to be able to support their own family. It's a given that everybody will be able to have enough for themselves, but not necessarily to help other people. And we said the third category is Tariff Kenyan, when a person has money to be able to amass capital assets, and he's able to put things together for future, etc. So we said the second mistake a person makes is he thinks it's all for himself. He doesn't realize he can amass all of this and it'll end up being, sometimes he said the worst case scenario, it could be even in his own life to an enemy of his, to the person he most hates most, his money can be shifted over to there. The third mistake we're gonna now discuss, Vashlishi, Shehunosin hachrofin lebaleim, that yes, indeed, he does the right thing. He gets this money, he passes it on to the ones that God intends. If that means he's an employer and he has a thousand employees, he passes it on to all the people who works for him. Exactly like God decreed that these people should be paid with him being the shaliach, him being the messenger who passed it on. And then he goes and tells these people, you owe me. Look how great I am. Look how nice I am. I'm the best boss in the world. I hired you. You owe me because I gave you a job. You owe me because I give charity to you, etc. He acts as if he's the one that is supplying them with food. He's the one giving them a livelihood. He's the one giving them the ability to sustain and live on. And he's doing this amazing kindness. With him. He's such a nice, wonderful person. He's taking care of them. And he wants these people to praise him and thank you over abundantly. He wants them to feel they owe him the world. They should work and they should be literally slaves because of this. And then he becomes arrogant. And he becomes proud. And he has this conceited heart. And he literally forgets to be thankful to Hashem. A person in this situation should understand, Rabboni Shalom, you are doing me the biggest tova. You are allowing me to help other people. Hashem, thank you for giving me the ability to help others. And Rabboni Shalom, really, all I am is a messenger. All I am is a conduit. You can take care of all of them however you want. You don't need me. But you're giving me the ability, you're giving me the merit to help other people. So therefore, we do good things through good people. Thank Hashem. But this person instead, he makes the people feel they owe him, foolishly making this mistake that it's him. And then in the process, he forgets about Hashem. He thinks if I wouldn't give them money, I would keep the money. They wouldn't have any parnasa. They wouldn't have any livelihood. He thinks it's all him. 
Says Rabbeinu Bachya, this guy is the poor person. You think you're the rich one. You think you're the boss who's helping everybody else. You're a fool. You're the poorest person. Why? Because even though these people may praise him and the people may thank him, they only do it because he's forcing them. Not only that, so that means in this world, he's a loser. In this world, he thinks he's this great guy. No one really seriously is thanking him. No one really likes him. What they're doing is they're doing what they're forced to do. Now in the next world, yes, he's getting schar, but his schar is weakened. His reward is weakened. Why? Because if you would have done the right thing, God says, wow, this is an amazing person. Yes, you were the messenger, but you were the messenger who took and asked for praises. And he explains that, this is a person who's going to get nothing in this world and he'll lose his schar in the next world. Not meaning 100% of his schar, but ultimately he's going to have a much, a significantly less schar in the next world.